Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one. Hey, Julie, we're back. It's April 26th. I have some great news for you. What's that? We are continuing to be the number one listen to daily podcast for real estate agents in at least the United States. And here's a really cool thing. Mm-hmm. We are 0.045% of all podcasts in the world. And we're uh, 881 right now of all podcasts in the world. And that's a 1,950,000 podcasts. That's pretty awesome. I mean, we've got more. We're number 26 of all education podcasts. Education and business are the most competitive podcast categories. So that makes us, believe it or not, one of the most, this one of the most popular podcasts on planet Earth. That's pretty amazing. Congratulations. <laughs> that's shocking. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, but seriously, yeah. guys, thanks for listening to us. Right? Thanks for giving us so many five-star reviews on iTunes, except for those of you who didn't. We still love you, though. Not really, but you guys get the point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, thanks for sharing the podcast. And, and again, thank you for being such loyal listeners. And that's the coolest thing about our uh, podcast is that we have a lot of people that listen to us every single day. We've um, become part of their lives as they've become part of ours. Indeed. And that's kind of cool, you know? Definitely. So when we're doing this podcast every day, I don't know if you ever visualize mm. how or when or, you know, like we have had pictures set, uh, sent to us of people listening to their podcasts in their cars, people listening to podcasts know, while they're cool. drinking wine, while they're exercising. I like exercising. to look at the map of where everybody is. I know. That's, that's amazing. Cool. Especially, But you know what's really crazy? Oh, I didn't give you this other statistic. We're now being downloaded in 62 different countries. Nice. That's I mean, that's, awesome. that's really, truly incredible. It is. It is. So listen, we're going to share with you guys today something that um, we like to review frequently with all of our uh, coaching clients, but also is a good way for you to make sure you're on track. It is uh, obviously April the 26th. You still have a lot of the year left to accomplish your goals, to exceed your goals. But the reality of it is, is this is also the time of year where it's easy to get your emotions caught in the blender. It's easy to get off track. It's a, it's very, very simple to start just flying to wherever the brightest light is. And so today's podcast is going to help you to focus on what your specific goals are. And if you don't have any goals, remember, it's not too late for you to create goals. And of course, we want to give you our real estate treasure map, which is our fill in the blank business plan. And if you want that, just simply text uh, 2021 to 47372, text 2021 to 47372. And when you do, we're going to text you back a link to download the Real Estate Treasure Map and Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate. So do that now while you're listening to us, which by the way, Julie, I also Mm -hmm. know, get ready for this one, 94% of everyone listens to us on their mobile device. Hmm. That's really cool. Well, that makes sense because they're probably driving around doing I know, and that's surprising too. But you can, while you're listening to us right now, just text 2021 to 47372, and we're going to text you back a link. And with that link, you can, when you're not driving around, (laughs) download the books. And you can also forward that link, obviously, to your phone or your computer so you can print it off. But go ahead and text 2021 to 47372. So, Julie, how do you know when you're fully committed to your goals? And this obviously means that you do have goals, but how do you know your own level of commitment? Right. So that sentence says, this means you do have goals. Now, if you don't, Tim just told you exactly how to formulate those because in the treasure map, we walk you through that. So this is, you know, for when you get there, you actually have goals. How do you know 
about your own level of commitments. Let's say that you wrote your goals down. What are you doing about it? So Which how do you know? You will write your goals down as part of the real estate treasure map. So make sure you text uh, 2021 to 47372. And I won't mention that again, listeners. <laughs> so Julie, go on to point number well, one. So after you've formulated your goals, you got to be committed to them. So number one, are your goals actually written down specific and posted that's one way to know if you're taking them seriously. Because if you just jot them down or you put them on a spreadsheet somewhere and you sock it away in your computer, that's called out of sight, out of mind. And if it's out of your mind, you're less likely to actually accomplish it. So are they written down specific and posted? Where should you post them? As many places as you can in your office, your home office, have it you know, in your, uh, in your purse, your wallet, wherever you can put them so they're not out of sight, out of mind. Point number two, are you obsessed with your goals to the point where you push through your fears? You do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it, and you do it at a high level. Do you use the affirmation, I'm a doer, I do things now, I get things done? Because if you're not doing those things, you're kind of hiding out from your alleged goals. Does that make sense? No, absolutely it does. And, but that's, you know, that second point is just the whole whole ball of wax, isn't it? Basically. I mean, Julie, mm-hmm. let, let, yeah. coming to Jesus here, coming to coaching Jesus, right? <laughs> yeah. How many coaching calls did you personally do today? Uh, eight so far, I think. Okay, how long were you on the phone? For four hours? Yeah. And you had a lot of other things to deal with? Yes. Okay, so you can be honest. We won't offend anybody. Hopefully not, okay, especially so how, the people I just talked to. Right, exactly. How many? You knew what I was going to ask you. How many of those coaching calls did you actually want to do? Well, I mean, I always want to talk to them. My my struggle today, because I'm recovering from vaccine number two. Which, by the way, vaccine number two, if you're getting the Pfizer two-shot vaccine, is not the same as the first one. The first ones, you feel fine. The second one definitely knocked Julie and I our asses for probably at least a day and a half to two days. Yeah, I think I'm still pulling out of that. Me too. So... Yes, I had you actively struggle with doing it at the highest level. That's true. Did yeah. I? Would I rather have you know slept off the vaccine for the next day? Probably. I mean the fallout. The fallout. Yeah. I mean, but that's how it is. And, and I'm going to work out today. And yep. I've been helping Zoe with her online school today, and any number of other things. So thus far, push your- through. That's what you know. Are you obsessed with your goals to the point where you push through whatever's affecting? Well, you? it's doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Indeed. The point of it is, guys, is that you have to do that all your life, no matter how wealthy, how successful, how much passive income you have. You might go from ninety percent of your life doing what you don't, your professional life, doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And the wealthier you become, then you can rebalance that percentage that equation, right? So as you begin to accumulate passive income, as the working for money part becomes more passive, then you might work it towards 50% doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And then maybe as you even continue to balance the equation in the favor of passive income, then you might go to maybe 20% doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it and at the highest level. And you're doing what you do want to do when exactly. you want to do it. But that's how it works. Now, what a lot of you do is you enter into real estate, you enter into life thinking that you could spend 90% of your time doing what you want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level and you think you're going to get the same results as the person who knows that the only way to do things in life is the opposite of the way you're doing it. It does require lots of sacrifice, lots of work, a fair amount of misery, but the reality of it is, is that's what it takes to be successful at anything. Once you, you know, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying it's something that you're necessarily like Julie, I promise you, she was lamenting having to do all those coaching calls uh, last night um, because she felt so bad. Well, you know, she did it anyway. And I bet not a single one of her clients knew that she felt bad. 
I bet you, yeah, every single one of her clients thought that was a fantastic personal coaching call, oh. as they deserve to, because they're paying for her time to have her help them with their businesses and their personal lives. So that's really the essence of everything that, you know, if you guys want to cut through all the Mickey Mouse and malarkey that's out there, it really is about long periods of doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Sacrifice. You have to sacrifice, you know, immediate pleasure for long-term gain. And I know that's hard to accept, especially in today's culture, but it is the truth. Exactly. So again, how do you know when you're fully committed? Point number three, if you're not getting the results you need to get, are you pursuing excellence to get there or just settling for lesser results? Can you identify what you must do to correct course and get the best results? Well, this is one of the reasons why you have coaching. It's one of the reasons we do the podcast. But do a little self-check there. Are you actually working on it or are you just saying, well, I guess that's what I'm going to get, settling for lesser results? Well, the problem with settling for lesser results is that compounds. That's right? true. It's it's the whole course correction story that you like mm-hmm. to tell of a pilot landing his plane. Yes. If you're right. off by 1%, it ends up being at the end of the flight off by, you know, 120 miles, not anywhere near the landing pad. So can we tell them our spirit air tra- uh, travel story? <laughs> we are in spirit air, oh which gosh. by the way, I don't even know what's, I mean, listen, I'll just say it straight up. If you have a choice between riding a yak and being on spirit air, take <laughs> or, the yak. Okay. Exactly. Just that's it. That's all I got to say about that. They landed at the wrong damn airport. Yes. I mean, how's that even happen? And stayed there for quite some time. And then decided, well, they're going to take off and finally go to the right airport. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. you had maybe a bottle of water. <laughs> exactly. And, and, they tra- and yes, okay, it's inexpensive, but it wasn't free, and they weren't paying us to be on the plane. <laughs> <Okay>. Anyway, <laughs> so, that's the point of being a little bit off. That pilot lesson was, learned. That pilot was probably <laughs> in the front, checking their Facebook, making a TikTok. Or okay, a, it was the same state. They at least got the state It right? was in Florida. Yeah. That's true. But maybe the pilot was up there at the co-pilot. They're making oh a little goodness. TikTok video, doing a little singing, dancing routine, and they didn't pay attention to the fact that the plane was not landing in. Where did it land? It, Orlando versus it Miami? Or, Orlando and we were in Tampa. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. No. Lesson <laughs> yeah. learned. Yak. Okay. Ride the yak. Ride Don't the fly. Yak. Row your spirit. own boat. Okay. Exactly. Number four, what is your accountability structure to achieve your goals? Who do you report to? A coach, your spouse, yourself? Do you embrace accountability or run from it? That's an interesting question. You know, a lot of people say, well, I, I just lack accountability. I need an accountability partner. And yet when you get an accountability partner, you reschedule. What's that about? doesn't make any sense. The problem ultimately with all that with regards to basically looking for external accountability from someone other than a professional coach, someone you're paying, Mm -hmm. is that they're not going to ever basically, you can't hold them accountable to holding you accountable. So the whole thing is just a farce. Um, And, you know, it does make a difference. You professionals demand to be paid. Uh, Friends don't. So if you're thinking you're going to have a friend hold you accountable to accomplishing anything, good luck with that. You probably can find people like, I'll tell you where my exception might be, is at the gym. Um, you can definitely get people to, uh, you know, at least show up at the same time, but it's still not going to be the same effectiveness as a coach. You know, coach is somebody who watches you, who holds you accountable, who counts your reps, who makes you uncomfortable, who forces you to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. That is what coaching is all about. Indeed. You all intuitively know it. So if you know that and you know you'll work better under, you know, those types of uh, that type of uh, oversight and you choose not to have that kind of oversight, what does that tell you about your dedication to your goals? It's an interesting question that will force you to be introspective if you have the courage to ask the question of yourself. Exactly. So point number five, how do you handle yourself when things do not go your way? How fast do you get back in the saddle? Do you make a failure or challenge your theme song for the week, month, quarter, or year? Or do you say it's too soon to tell? 
Well, that all goes back to the, it's in our book, our Harris, Harris Rules. And by the way, if you are happening to travel and you are in the airport now listening to us and you're walking past a bookstore, go buy Harris Rules. It's a great a book to read, hopefully not on Spirit Air. And then you can mm-hmm. basically get an idea because this is one of the, the points from Harris Rules. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's called Ultimate Accountability. And that's an interesting way to approach life. I know it's not practical, but it also is, uh, it frees you from ever feeling like a victim. That's the essence of the point Julie just read to you. So no matter what happens to you, whether it's completely and totally, you know, most people will say, well, here's an example. You drive to a Starbucks today. Your car is parked perfectly in the spot. You you have to get out of the car to go into the Starbucks. And while you're there, somebody pulls in next to you. And while pulling out, he or she pulls into your car. So in other words, you are parked perfectly. Nothing uh, that you did should have put your car in harm's way. And yet somebody decided to hit it. Well, you would be, of course, entitled to say your car and you are a victim of that person who wasn't being careful when they were driving. Matter of fact, the cop that shows up will even write the ticket in your favor. The insurance company will rule in your favor. The whole world will tell you that you and your car were a victim of that hapless driver. But the reality of it is, is the mental way you've lost because you now have allowed yourself to feel like a victim. Something happened to you. Now, again, I know this is all mindset stuff, but this definitely works. Opposed to saying I was a victim of the hapless driver, it was my fault for having been in that parking lot at that exact moment. It was my fault for wanting to have gone to Starbucks. It was my fault for anything and everything that happens to me all the time, right? It's called owning it. It's called owning it. It's owning it at the highest level. Now, if you start with the owning it at the high, at, at small levels, that you can work up to owning it at the highest level, what that does is it liberates you from ever feeling like a victim. If you don't take a listing, it's not somebody else's fault. It's not the seller for wanting to overprice or the other agent telling them a lower commission, all those rationalizations that you use. It's because you got beat because the other person was better than you, right? It's because all the if all the things that happen to you are now, it's true on the good side too. You get to own those things as well. You get to take responsibility for the good and the bad. You only, generally speaking, most people only take responsibility or only take credit for the good. They never take credit for the bad. I see that in our daughter, frankly. Yes. Seven-year-old Zoe. Now, she's seven. You're not, probably. Okay? Probably. Probably. (laughs) I know our demographics because I was looking at the numbers. We have no seven. Our our total listenership of people under like 15, zero. Good. We have nobody. That's fine. Okay? So all the rest of you, that means that you are 100% responsible for all the bad things that happen to you, including your current weight, your status of your relationships, your bank account balances, all of those things are essentially the output of decisions you'd made in the past. Well, there's a simple affirmation that will help you embrace that. That's called, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. Yeah. And I'm here because of me, not because I'm being affected by other sources. So point number six, if we called you in the middle of the night, would you be able to state what Napoleon Hill called your definiteness of purpose? In other words, what are you striving for right now? So I'll give you an example from a coaching call earlier today. John Walkinshaw, one of our great yep. coaching clients. Number one, one friend. of the top realtors in all of Canada. Indeed. So we had a coaching call and we were going over his numbers as we always do. That's the accountability part. And he's got a lot of great listings coming up, but and he's got uh, 30 closed and pending so far. Awesome. Which is very close to being on track. But you know, he said definiteness of purpose. He said, yes, we're having a great start to the year, but I'm off by three. I should be at 33. I'm at 30. That's awesome. And and so that leads to our next question. Okay. Number seven, what are three action steps you must implement to get closer to your goal? And that's what his call was about. What are we going to do about that? And I'll tell you, let's walk through that coaching exercise because that's very powerful. The first thing to do, like three action steps to implement close to your goal. So that question leaves you with a lot of amoebas potential answers. The best thing or the way to reframe that question is what are the three things that you have to stop doing 
that's preventing you from accomplishing the goal. Again, when your mind works, if you want to hone in your brain and your thinking, take the opposite approach. Uh, I want to stop doing these three things because they are standing in the way of me actually, you know, having taken three additional listings in the case of John. So what might those three things be? And then John's going to be forced to be introspective and essentially look at his usage of time and resources from a different perspective. Because if you tell, if you ask John, so John, what are the three things that you want to implement to get you closer to the goal? Well, he's just going to say, I'm going to make three more contacts per day. I'm going to do more aggressive lead follow-up. I mean, he's going to give you all the, sta the status yeah. answers, the normal answers. But if you were to say, what would you stop doing? Then he's going to say nothing. Right. He's well, going to pause and listen. Part he's of his think. answer was, you know, he's got a lot of buyers that are looking way out yonder. There you go. Okay. That's a stop doing. Well, and, and he likes to take really good care of his clients. But one of the things we're working towards is having one of his daughters just got licensed and she's going to start working with some of those buyers because she has a lot more time than he does. So I'll, I would go as far as if uh, and I'm sure you did this. I would say, John, so. What, knowing that those buyers are having to suck away all your time, which you could have otherwise been using to uh, prospect for sellers and take more listings, are you choosing to spend your time working with these buyers so that you have not uh, you have an excuse not to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level, which is more direct, proactive marketing to generate more listing leads? Exactly. To your example, what would you stop doing? Right. right? Exactly. And many agents would, after maybe some drilling down, admit to stop doing. Like an endless supply of social media posts. Sure. In the in the hopes that the real well, estate gods will somehow deliver. Okay, I like that second part. So how do you know what you should stop doing? It's a simple answer. What's what are you doing right now uh, that's going to put guaranteed or a high probability of success that's going to put money in your pocket in the next sixty or ninety days? Like this effort equals this result, right? That's how you need to be thinking right now in spring, especially in a market like this. This effort equals this result. There's nothing that you're being taught outside of what Julie and I teach that's going to have that result. Sounds arrogant, doesn't it? But it's true. Prove to me in your head right now. Tell me right now what you're doing that's going to be guaranteed at like 95% to equal a closing in, say, the next 90 days. Depending on your market, maybe 120 days or 60 days, right? Don't overanalyze the days here, kids. So what is it that you're doing now that you can have that high, high probability of confidence will result in you getting a paycheck? And then do more of that. Right. And most of you, you're not going to have an answer for that because you're not doing anything like that. You're doing a bunch of, you know, passive Mickey Mouse. And that's what's going to keep you broke. That's what's going to keep you struggling. Furthermore, that's what's going to keep you dependent on buying leads. Buying leads and, and marketing, buying leads for branding, buying leads for literally just buying leads. It's going to keep you beholden. You will never be free. That's the thing you've got to be really clear on. You hear us say this every single day. And you know it's true, but how many of you hear Julie and I say this, and what do you do as soon as we're done? You flip on your email, and hopefully someone's trying to solicit you to buy a whole bunch of, hey, Julie, I don't know if you're taking on any new seller clients in our market, right? Yeah. And how many of you just salivate? It's like you know, a Maslovian you know, dog, when he hears the bell ring, he just starts to salivate. And you guys are not yet ready to accept the fact that if you want to have a, you know, ever-increasing levels of success in your business and personal life, you have to do... What you don't want to do when you don't want to do it and at the highest level. All and, those three and, things. And, and to John Walkinshaw's credit, he is very good at that. Look, guys, the other stuff is more fun. It is more fun because there's no rejection. It's more fun because there's more... You can be more creative. It's more fun because you fool yourself. We call it work theater. You fool yourself into thinking that doing all that other stuff is going to eventually lead to business. How? What is eventually in your minds? 
<laughs> is never How eventually. stretched out is that? You're right, exactly. So examples, Okay, Julie. so examples. Systematize, schedule, and upgrade your lead generation. For so ex- yes. This goes back to three action steps you must implement to get closer to your goals. Examples of three things you must implement. Yes, so systematize, schedule, and upgrade your lead generation because when your lead generation is working properly, the rest of your business does take care of itself. You'll have to pre-qualify. You'll have to follow up when your lead generation is happening. So for example, finally get your pre-listing package done so you stop losing appointments to someone else. Stop blaming the other agent. Stop saying, well, you know, they just got it because they bought the listing. Well, maybe it looks like that, but maybe they just did a better job than you did so the sellers actually trust them more, et cetera. So how how many of you, well, first of all, how many of you have been on a listing appointment this year? There's that question. How many of you, if you wanted to go on a listing appointment, other than just basically uh, hoping and praying that someone's going to call you, list their house, how many of you actually know how to proactively generate listing leads consistently every day? All these thoughts are the thoughts you should be having. That's where the money is in this business. That's where it's going to be. The market is not going to pivot back in favor of buyers, let alone a buyer's market. Anytime soon. Will not happen. Stop listening to people who tell you you are that that is going to happen. Why are you attracted to people who are telling you that there's going to be a market correction or a market crash? Why is it that you're listening to stuff like that when logic proves to you that that's not true? I know the reason why. That way you'll never have to learn to do what you don't want to do and you don't want to do it at the highest level. You won't have to learn how to be a proactive lead generator and you won't have to learn how and you think the market the money's easier to be made when the market's headed in favor of buyers. But guys, here's the moral of the story. It does not matter what direction the market's going when you are a skilled listing agent. You don't care if it goes up. You don't care if it goes down. I mean, frankly, you do prefer it going up because it, more people seem to be you know, benefiting from increasing value asset or asset prices, that's for sure. Of course, now the pendulum swung too uh, far and now the buyers are getting squeezed. Um, but the reality of it is, is a skilled li- uh, listing agent can make money no matter what direction the market's going. So stop being attracted to people that are telling you or even remotely suggesting the market's going to have some sort of crash. It's not. And by the way, we did a four-part podcast series explaining exactly and factually why what Tim just said is true. That was about a week, week and a half ago. So get caught up. Okay, what else can you do? Three action steps. Well, go back to your real estate treasure map, which we told you how to get by texting 2021 to 47372. And, you know, in there is the 90-day massive action plan. And guess what? Actually follow it. Consider signing up for Premier Coaching. That way you can be on our daily you know, our mastermind Facebook live session. There's Hold some on, accountability you, to that. You added the 90-day massive action plan to the real estate treasure map? It's in the back as an appendix, I believe. Oh my gosh. You know, I totally forgotten that was in there. Indeed. So what is the 90-day massive action plan, Julie Harris? Well, so again, remember the topic of our call is being accountable to your goals. After you have set your goals, not just a, a goal is not, well, I just need to do better or I need to do more deals. A goal is a drilled down specific number based on Two things, what you have to earn in real estate and after doing your goals in five areas of life, what you must earn to actually move the needle for you and your family. So after you've done that, now we get into the nitty gritty. How are you going to go about it? Use a 90-day massive action plan because we as coaches know that it's way easier to follow a 90-day massive action plan than to have some kind of elaborate five-year spreadsheeted out alleged plan. And what's the 90-day massive action plan? You're telling me that's a, a plan for what I'm supposed to do every single day for the next 90 days. Yes. Right. Do. <laughs> do. Underline that word. Action. Right. <laughs> yes. Okay. So you can also, especially if you are a premier coaching client or elite coaching client, use the real estate success game to increase your number of appointments weekly. 
That's making it more fun and mixing up your lead sources. You have better check on that website. Yes. And last but not least, attend your daily premier coaching Facebook live call with me most of the time and Coach Rochelle the rest of the time and ask questions to move you forward. Those are always really dynamic sessions. Those are live. Sometimes that's a lot of like grizzled veteran strategy stuff. And sometimes, you know, we have some newbie questions too. It's different every day, but that's taking action and doing something about it. The reason Julie chose the subject, she is the head coach of our business. The reason she chose the subject for all of you guys today is because whether you are feeling this now or not, we know the pattern. We've been doing coaching for so long. And remember, Julie and I also sold real estate. You have motivation, you have excitement. You're maybe starting your year out like John Walkinshaw. You're basically on track, not quite ahead, but you're on track. So you're on track, you're ahead or you're behind. It doesn't matter where you are. As we enter into more this year, there's going to be more turbulence. There's going to be winds blowing you. Turbulence is right. You're being blown in this way or that way. There's no firm uh, wind to blow you back. There's no firm wind to blow you forward. You're going to have to more than ever make sure you're monitoring what you're focused on because if you're allowing other people to co-op your dreams, if you're allowing other people to co-op your days, your actions and your activities, you're going to lose an entire year. And then if you just now today, if you all of a sudden are you're staying the course, you're learning how to be proactively generator, and then you listen to some webinar, some Facebook thing, and all of a sudden someone's telling you you need to start some be some YouTube superstar. Well, you go, well, you know what? That won't screw me up that much. I'll just start doing two or three videos a day. Mm-hmm. And then you start worrying about you know the videos. Then you start trying to decide how to do videos. Then you're taking video making classes and worrying about how to write your titles. Worry about, blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden, what have you forgotten about? You've actually forgotten about how to, uh, the fact that you were on track before by learning how to be a proactive lead generator. You see how just tiny little degrees of, of you know course change makes all the difference. That's how you end up in Tampa versus Orlando. I mean, exactly. these things happen even to spirit air. <laughs> exactly. Right? So take action. Be serious about your goals. Remember, first quarter is already gone. So you take much longer than this, then you're going to be in that category of, well, you know, maybe next year. Don't let that happen to you. That's right. And so if you guys want to talk to us about partnering with us at eXp Realty, of course, Julie and I would love to be your sponsors. And the easiest thing for you to do now is just text me directly at 512-758-0206. Text me at 512-758-0206. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day and we'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Thank <laughs> you.